Uh, this is Clay Pritchett and Hunter Hardy. We're recording a podcast about Todd and Julie Chrisley and their recent run-in with the IRS and the U.S. government. So Todd Chrisley was born and raised in a small town, Westminster, South Carolina, and he grew up and, and became a very successful businessman, largely due to his uh, real estate focus and his holdings and development in that sector. And then he originally married his high school sweetheart, and then they got divorced, and he married Julie Chrisley, who's still his wife. They have three kids together, and they're most famously known for their hit reality TV show, Chrisley Knows Best, which documents the drama of their day-to-day lives, including family spats and disagreements, extravagant hobbies, and many other activities. Over the course of 10 seasons, the show premiered in 2014, and they filmed nine full seasons and then haven't finished their 10th one as of now. The show has been extremely successful throughout all the seasons, largely due to the the very extravagant wealth that they seem to have on the show. And they show it off a lot during the show, but most of their wealth projecting isn't actually an accurate portrayal of what their true financial situation is. Like many reality TV shows, Todd and Chrisley hid their wealth that was actually not theirs. In 2019, Todd and Julie Chrisley were indicted on 12 accounts of tax evasion, conspiracy, bank fraud, as well as wire fraud. Uh, U.S. Attorney Ryan K. Buchanan said that the couple conspired to defraud community banks in the Atlanta area to obtain more than $30 million in personal loans prior to the launch of their first TV show in 2014. So how the Chrisleys did this, they submitted false documents to obtain the loans and then spent the money on cars, real estate, and various travels. They would then use new loans to pay back the old ones, and as we know, that doesn't always work out. In the 2014 premiere of the show, Todd Chrisley gives a tour of his closet and brags that his family spends nearly $300,000 a year just on clothing alone. And aside from evading the taxes and taking out fraudulent loans, the Chrisleys also use fake bake statements, including making a fabricated report that had been physically cut and taped or glued together and using it to lease a home in California. For years, the Chrisleys probably believed that their uh, financial tax evasion and tax fraud wasn't going to catch up to them, but in May of 2022, all of their lies and scheming seemed to catch up with them as their federal trial started and the government's opening statements basically were saying that they've defrauded the U.S. government for almost up to $30 million uh, of money that they don't have or couldn't pay back. And the Chrisleys have maintained their innocence throughout all of this, throughout all of the indictments, throughout the trial, but the government doesn't believe them. Uh, the Chrisleys say that they're being unfairly targeted just because of their celebrities, but the government still... Um, hasn't changed their view of, of what the Chrisleys have done and, and their pursuit of punishment for them. Uh, prosecutors for the U.S. government say that the Chrisleys had millions in income from the IRS over the years that was all earned from their TV show, and they didn't even file or submit tax returns from 2013 to 2016. The Chrisleys were then put under house arrest and electronic monitoring to try to prove the point that they were committing tax fraud and tax evasion. And as of November 2022, the couple was sentenced to years in prison. So Todd Chrisley ultimately received a 12-year sentence and has reported to federal prison camp in Pensacola, Florida, while his wife, Joy Chrisley, she received a seven-year sentence and has reported to federal prison camp in Lexington, Kentucky. 
And also, aside from this, they have also been ordered to serve an additional 16 months of probation following their release from prison once they get out. On the subject of their prison sentences, I think a necessary question that should be posed is, do you agree or disagree with the fairness of the prison sentences that Todd and Julie Crystal received, and why or why not? So at first, when I first saw what they were sentenced to, I thought that was a bit excessive. 12 years for Todd and seven years for Julie. That seems like a lot for tax evasion and embezzling money. It's not like they murdered someone or something of that magnitude. And aside from that, they also have three kids, one being a 10-year-old daughter that they have to take care of. And Julie is also the primary caregiver of her mother-in-law. So from that side of things, I did not think it was just, but after reading into it more and seeing how prolonged this situation has been going on, I believe that their lengthy sentences ultimately reflect the magnitude of their criminal scheme. And this should serve as a warning to other people who are tempted to ultimately exploit our nation's community banking system for their own personal gain. So that's my opinion on the prison sentences. So a part of this we have not talked about yet specifically is their accountant, Peter Tarantino, who was sentenced to prison for three years. He could have backed out at any time, but he continued to work alongside the Crisleys. So Clay, do you think he received the just punishment punishment in that he was only for three years or should it have been for a more expensive amount of time? Yeah, for me, I don't really understand why his punishment is so much shorter than Todd and Julie's because, like you said, like he had the power and the ability to walk away from the situation at any point. And, and through research and reading different articles about the situation, like he was very aware of the, the extent to which they were defrauding, attempting to defraud the U.S. government. And I also think that as the accountant, like he's the one who's approving and submitting these files and these documents to different government authorities. So ultimately he's the intermediary between like the people committing the crime and the people that like found out about the crime. And so I don't understand why he hasn't looked at as just as guilty because it's not like he isn't involved with the mastermind of the crime. Like he's just as involved as Todd and Julie were because he was the one submitting the falsified statements. So in my opinion, I do think he should have received a longer sentence because he proved himself throughout this whole process to be just as willing to commit these crimes as the Chrisleys did. So another question I think this whole situation poses, because the Chrisleys were celebrities and they're obviously convicted of, of tax fraud and tax evasion, is should celebrities in general be more heavily scrutinized and the tax returns that they're submitting because their income levels are higher and their tax liabilities are probably higher. So Hunter, what do you think about that? And what's your take on that? Personally, I don't think it's much of a celebrity thing or how well known you are as much as it is actually like a high income thing. So like people with more income are more willing to commit tax fraud because of the amount of taxes they have to pay annually compared to that of a lower income family, which is pretty self-explanatory. The rate of misreporting income is significantly higher for high income households than that of poor families. So I don't think that IRS necessarily seeks out celebrities in particular, but I'm sure they're definitely not opposed to letting them serve as an example for others. Since because celebrities are so well known in the world, this just gives the IRS an opportunity to enlighten people and enlighten the world about how serious they actually do take the situation of tax fraud invasion.
So, Clay, in our tax class this semester, we talked about the difference differences between tax avoidance versus tax evasion. So how do you think this applies to the Chrisleys and what could they have done differently? Yeah, so I think obviously tax evasion, which is what the Chrisleys have been a part of, is defined as the willful attempt to defraud the government. Um, this isn't really acceptable in any circumstance. So I think something that the Chrisleys probably could have done differently is use the income that they were honestly generating from their TV show or other areas and to use that income in whatever way they saw fit to maybe itemize their deductions instead of take the standard deduction for their kids or standard deduction for other areas. Because the idea that they're celebrities and that they're invincible, which because they obviously believe that in the way that they acted because they didn't submit any tax returns for four years and didn't really think that the law applied to them and they tried to skirt it and ultimately it caught up to them. But I think this idea that, oh, I don't have to pay tax when like almost everyone else in the country does have to pay tax just kind of highlights the idea that tax evasion should be more closely monitored, especially within people like the Chrisleys, like what we were previously talking about, and people that make more money because it increases the incentive for them to try to have tax evasion instead of tax avoidance. So obviously this is a pretty clear cut case of tax evasion and tax fraud from the Chrisleys, but Hunter, what do you feel like you have learned from this situation the most? So I think what I learned the most out of this particular situation is how serious it is to obey the tax law, no matter how important or famous you think you may be. I believe that the tax law applies just as much to a billionaire as it does any ordinary person. This is evident clearly through the Chrisley's case. And aside from this, I also learned how that as future accountants, we have a moral duty to prevent situations like this from happening. The Chrisley's would not have been able to get away with everything without the help of their accountant. So that's my take on this situation. What's your opinion, Clay? Yeah, so I, I definitely agree with everything that you said. I think the main thing that I've learned from this is like, even for us as future accountants, like it's our responsibility to plan ahead and figure out how we're going to calculate our tax liability and how we're going to pay it. Because ultimately, like the failure to plan ahead and do that puts you in a situation where tax fraud or tax evasion or doing anything illegal might feel like it's the only option when in reality, like that's never the only option and tax fraud and tax evasion is never like an excusable course of action.